Welcome, world, to the Two Cents and Nonsense Podcast. I'm here with my homeboy, Matt. What up, what up? I am Antoine Weisslicker. You can follow us on Twitter at Two Nonsense. That's the number two, N-O-N-C-E-N-T-S. Yes. Also, follow us on that Instagram at Two Nonsense One. That's the number two, N-O-N-C-E-N-T-S, the number one. Don't forget to hit up that Facebook group as well. Search Two Cents Nonsense in the Facebook search bar. Join that community. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. How you been, bro? I'm tired. Tired? (laughs) Yeah, man. What you been doing all day? Drinking and playing Madden. Watching NXT UK. Drinking, playing Madden, watching NXT UK. Yo, man, that show was pretty good. Yeah, it was. I actually, I watched shows before that to catch up. Yeah, I watched that one cold, though. Like, I didn't catch up mm-hmm. on the other shows. Because I was at work. I couldn't catch up on the other shows. But I had enough time to actually sit there and had a background noise because I was in the office by myself. So I put it on. And as calls was coming in, I'd you know, <laughs> take the call. And then it'd be like, shit, yeah, I missed something. Show, man. I liked it. But it was a pretty good show. On today's episode, man, we going to give you guys, being that the season is right around the corner, we just did our fantasy football drafts. This weekend, we're going to give you our top 10 running backs in the league right now. But before we get to that, man, fall is coming, bro. It might even be here. Fall I, is here. Yo, I think it's here. Man, when, when fall comes around, that's when the kids go back to school. You got the fairs coming to town and shit. One of our listeners, man, I think she actually works at the fair. Like, she'll do, like, a week at the fair. Uh, She brings her, I think she said her cows and cattle out the joint for to be seen by the people at the fair. She wanted us to talk about the weird shit you see when you go to a fair. When the last time you actually been to a fair, bro? Couldn't even tell you. Couldn't even tell you. It's probably like 21. Man, she was out there and she was like, yo, she see people out that motherfucker. You know, fairgrounds ain't no no small feet. It's a lot of area covered on them fairgrounds because they got to have all the rides out there. They got to have all the booths out there for the uh, for the eateries. And, and they sign you up for shit. I went to the Altamont Fair about a couple weeks ago. But she said that it trips her out when you got bitches that's walking through the fairgrounds with the motherfucking Saturday night club outfit on and the fucking four and a half inch heels. Do you ever see motherfuckers like that when you walking through the fair? No. I see motherfuckers out this joint with the goddamn belly out like niggas had that big ass beer belly. We drink beer too, but when you got that big ass beer gut that's hanging over top of your joint, and then you got the plumber's crack in the back, that's nasty, bro. That's <laughs> some nasty <laughs> shit. But she also stated that she don't like it because I guess she has her animals out there at the fair. She doesn't like it when the inattentive mother. Let's the fucking kids get too close to the cattle and start of the cattle. 
you could catch a motherfucking kick from one of them cattle when you fucking around with them. Them horses and shit. And then, if that shit happens, who they want to sue? They want to sue the motherfucker who owns the, the animals, don't they? Shit is fucked up. Yeah. You got anything else over there, man? Any news come across? I was just checking uh, some... Uh, what's going on with the AEW All Out. Okay. People ain't seen it yet. No. Nah. But by the time this episode come out, they've been and seen it. You got any any quick spoilers? Pac beat Kenny Omega. We knew that was going to happen. He replaced John Moxley. Pac beat Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega hasn't won a match since. He only won like one match since. Yeah, he won a he was he won a tag match, but he lost all his singles matches. Yeah. Like to me, you don't AEW's fucking up with that right there, man. Well, he's an executive in a joint. I it think it doesn't even matter, man. He's arguably one of the best That's wrestlers fair. in the world. Yeah. I think <laughs> though, I think he's very unselfish about what he's doing, man. He's an executive. Yeah, but and he's putting pa- other Pac's not over. even signed to a deal. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But I think he he I think he used that match as a way to bridge the gap between them and Pac. Because Pac didn't want to do the first match because he was gonna he was gonna lose. So I think they did that as a way to bridge the gap. I think they're thinking that this ain't gonna hurt Kenny. You wanna know what? To me, it does. Especially for the people in the US market who haven't have, seen yeah. him before. Yeah. All they've done is see him lose. Right, right. It does hurt him in that aspect. But I think that he's thinking and they're thinking is he can recover from this because he is the best bout machine. The dude does put on five star, six star matches, according to Dave Meltzer. According to Dave Meltzer, I, I mean, I wouldn't disagree with that either. He does put on five star matches. Yeah. So, I, me, I ain't even gonna lie. I really haven't liked a lot of what I've seen from AEW. Yeah. 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 How do you think they can improve on it? Well, we just gotta wait and see to what the TV product looks like. How the storylines go. Like I, I I don't know a lot of their a lot of their wrestlers, mm-hmm. but I'm not impressed from what I see in the ring either. Right. So. Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. That's just me. I think they're 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 gonna get better. Also, over the past week, man, Netflix released a lot of different content. They released the Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones comedy special. Did you happen to watch that, man? I actually fell asleep on it, not because it was boring or anything, but I was just you, tired. You worked the overnight shift before? No. Oh. oh, you was on vacation. I was on vacation. Oh, you was I, I was just I was just tired. I put, I found All those great. hours you putting in on the Madden. That's what yeah, is, What yeah, year man. are you on on the Madden? I'm in the middle of my third season. Damn, nigga, you passed me. I and I started <laughs> two weeks before you. <laughs> Free time, man. God damn. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, man, the, the, the Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones joint. He's been getting a little backlash, which I think he knew he was going to get some backlash. It was I don't expected. think he gives a fuck. I, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he used a, 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 a bunch of politically incorrect terms that we used on like, the podcast. Faggot. Yeah, we used these terms on the podcast about a week ago, I think, or two, we, three we episodes. We used the R word. 
I did say the R word, but I didn't. I told I, you you can't you can't use. You that. said I can't use that. <laughs> you said I can't say the word when referring to people. But we were just we were we were spitballing on what we can and can't say. You know, so we used the words faggot and retarded on the on the show the other week, but we weren't specifically talking about anybody. We were just saying that these are words in society you can't use anymore. But Dave Chappelle said, "Fuck that." He went all in on this stuff. Yeah, he did. Like it was the nineties. Yes. <laughs> but to be quite honest with you, that was it was fucking hilarious. He talked about everybody. He talked about the lesbians, the gays. The, the trannies. The trannies. Or I don't think we can say that either. I don't think we can call them trannies. What are you supposed to call them? I don't know. Transsexual? I don't know, man. Yeah, trannies. You know, he talked about the queers. The Qs. The Qs. <laughs> the LGB. Oh, and the bass. The bisexuals, too. He talked about everybody. Yeah, he said that nobody likes the bass. He called all of them. As a collective unit, the alphabetting people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was fucking hilarious. I'm sorry if if you are of, if that is your uh, gender preference, whatever you want to be called. Shit, I I'm talked, to my, sorry brother, I talked to my brother today about that. And my brother, my brother is gay. And he said he had no problem with yeah. anything that Dave Chappelle said. It, it was said that great. shit was all true. It was. He said it was all true. Yup. Wow. Well, there you have it, people. There's nothing we can say about this. It's great. Nothing else we can say about it. We got confirmation, and I know that y'all people out there is gonna be like, "Oh, well, that was just one guy. That was just one gay guy." So who cares what he has to say? Well, who the well, fuck cares, cares what you, you have to say? say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Word. So, but if you haven't seen that special, go watch it. Shit, I'm it's, gonna go home and watch it. It's Netflix. Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones. If you don't, if, if you feel like you're going to have a fit about him using words and terms that are politically incorrect. Watch it anyway. So you could be mad and go on Twitter? Yep. Okay. It just brings more eyes to the show. Definitely. But we aren't, right now I guess we aren't as controversial as he is. Maybe to a certain extent. I mean, we can be. We're working on it. <laughs> but we can be. You know, we lose the sponsors before we even get them. <laughs> Ain't that the damn truth. Right. But also on Netflix, they released the brand new season of 13 Reasons Why. You ever seen this show, man? Nope. Well, 13 Reasons Why is a show about bullying, social anxiety, and the main character of the show who actually narrates the show. I've only seen the first season of this, but in the first season, it's this young lady named Hannah Baker. She committed suicide. But before she committed suicide, she made 13 tapes for each person who she claimed was part of the reasons why she committed suicide. And she had somebody who was close to her, a confidant, distribute these tapes to the 13 people, and each of them had to listen to the fucking tapes to find out why she committed suicide. Now, during the show... 
you're going back through it's it's about some high school kids and you're going back through and you're looking at her life from the time that she contemplating doing this until the time she actually did it as you're listening to the tapes because the tapes are now in the hands of the last person on the list and it's taking him forever to listen to the tapes everybody else listens to the tapes in like a day or so but when he's listening to the tapes He's going to the places that she's talking about in the tapes, and he's somewhat imagining what's, what's happening. It's a show about, again, bullying, social anxiety, rape, suicide, things that go on in high school. And the show, the first season was pretty decent. The only thing that had me was I didn't like the way this bitch was narrating the show. Because on the tapes, the bitch sound happy. Like, she sound like she is glad that she is about to fucking kill herself. Which is weird. Okay. It's weird. Like, normally you would think if somebody gonna leave you a tape telling you that you the reason why she killed herself, it'd be more vindictive. It'd be more like, you know, angry. But the bitch sound happy. I would recommend people to look at this show. I haven't seen the second season or the new season that they just came out, but I would recommend people to look at the show. I think it's a pretty good show. I will tell you, I will not watch it. And I know you ain't going to watch it. No. The only thing I plan on watching is the season finale of Queen of the South. Queen of the South. Cool. Also, Power is, is back on the air, too. Power, they I heard they changed the theme song on the joint, and people didn't like that they changed the theme song. Who the fuck cares what people like? You watch it for what eight, ten episodes, and then it's over. It's the last season. <laughs> Who cares? You watch it for it, the, the, what's it like a minute? Come on. Well, it's an iconic theme song at the beginning, man. Shit. It go. It's 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 it's. They say it's up there, man. With with. With the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's opening theme song, I with doubt the, that. It's up there, man. It's a, it's I a, it's a pretty good. I don't think anything is up there with the Fresh. Prince nah, man. It's theme. I, hold on, man. You know, there's a lot of iconic theme songs out there, nah, man. Nah, everybody know the Fresh Prince. Theme. I know everybody know the Fresh Prince John, but everybody also know other theme songs too. Like man. what? Like the fucking. A different world's opening theme. Like I don't know that niggas shit. know that shit. I don't niggas know, that know the, the 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 threes company theme and all that shit. Like niggas know all that stuff. They know the Brady Bunch theme and all that, man. This is this some iconic theme music out there. I don't I don't Everybody know the fucking opening sequence to fucking Game of Thrones, nigga. Like, you know that shit. That's iconic. That's just music, though. Ain't no but lyrics. I know ain't no lyrics to that, but people know the melodies and shit. They know that shit. You know, this iconic theme music. It don't even matter, man. Yeah. That shit don't compare to the Fresh Prince. It don't compare to the Fresh Prince. Everybody know the lyrics. Everybody know the lyrics. They do. They do. You care to sing them? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Hell no. So you're not going to sing them? <laughs> nah. It's okay, man. Everybody know the iconic Good Times theme song. Thing. Everybody know that stuff. I don't. You don't know the good times joint? I don't know. God damn. And you know the Jefferson's joint, the moving on up. 
I know what people sing. Nigga, when that show came on, I was a fucking baby. (laughs) (laughs) Or I wasn't even born yet. Like, let's be real. Yeah, yeah, I seen a couple episodes, but I ain't watching those seasons or nothing. Yo, the Jefferson's was great, though, to me, man. I just loved it. The fact that Sherman Helms used to call motherfuckers honkies on that shit. That was my shit. I don't care what nobody say. Okay. Because ain't nothing like calling a cracker a honky. Man. That's what he said. <laughs> no, that's what you just said. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> we ain't never getting monetized. Hell no. So over the past week, man, some new music came out as well, too. Oh, here we go with the bullshit. All I'm doing is I'm going over the list of people that came out, dog. That's all I'm doing. I ain't listened to none of this shit yet. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just gonna go down the list and maybe. You know, one of the listeners might want to listen to some of this stuff. So, Young Thug came out with a new album. Come on, man. Called So Much Fun. Brock Hampton. So much bullshit. Brock Hampton came out with a new album called Ginger. That's a rap group. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, whatever. They are nice, man. They are. Taylor Swift came out with a new album called Lover. Rhapsody came out with a new album called Eve. This is Charlemagne the God's. Best female rapper in the game. That's what he calls her. She's pretty good, though. Okay, well, she's pretty he obviously good. don't listen to Snow. Cause he does listen to Snow. He, he's a Snow fan. He likes Snow, too. Okay, well, yeah. he wouldn't say that if he was a real fan. Cause no, I think, is- I, I think with with him, you, you got to rank your people. Like You got to rank your people. Maybe he just is something about Rhapsody. Snow is better type. than everybody. Okay, man. I know that's your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion. But maybe he got something where he connects with Rhapsody's music a little bit more. I don't give a fuck about him either, so. Um, Snoop Dogg got a new album out called I Want to Thank Me. Don't know if you want to listen to that or not. You want to know what? I will listen to it. I've listened to his last two or three albums that nobody's ever heard of, so. Yeah, so you can go listen to that. And Jeezy released a new album. Uh, I think it was yesterday, actually. Maybe. It was Friday. Uh, Jeezy released the Thug Motivation 104, the Legend of the Snowman joint. So, might can check that out, man. I won't. You, ain't, you don't like Jeezy? It's not that I don't like him. It's, I don't know, man. You don't relate to that shit? No. Slinging dope? No, I really don't. <laughs> Standing in the kitchen whipping, like, yeah. nah. you know, over the stove and shit. Nah. Putting, putting O's in the microwave. You don't relate to that, that stuff. I ain't about that life. I ain't about that life. <laughs> yeah, nah. I, but that's the music that came out over the past week, man. If you like any of those artists, go check out their music. Maybe you could tell us. Michael Jackson's birthday was the other day. Michael Jackson's birthday was the other day. For those who care, I care. You care. Because you're a Michael Jackson fan, man. Yes, I am. Yeah. You know. He's great. He was great. He was great. He was great. You know, the music that they putting out after, what they put out after his death. Wasn't so great, but again, he didn't release those songs for a reason. Yeah, because it ain't up to the par of Michael Jackson. Right. Now, we did have our favorite Steelers fan, Miss Hannah. I don't know, man. We got a big Steelers fan at work, too. Yeah. I just said she was our favorite Steelers fan. I didn't say she was a big Steelers fan. I said she was our <laughs> favorite Steelers fan. 
She wanted me to actually. She wanted us to talk about. I don't. I, he was a governor or something. I told her that we 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 don't talk politics, but she was mad because the motherfuckers. If he gets elected, he he's he's got tougher gun laws, right? Of what state, governor of what state? New York, here. I have no idea who the fuck the guy is, but he's running for governor. Or well, he's running. I was about to say. I think I know the governor. He ain't talking yeah. that shit. I don't know, but whoever it was, they was talking about the gun laws and they trying to make them stricter. They should be. And she was upset because she feels like they strict already. They ain't strict enough. Really? They're not strict enough. In New York. The gun laws are pretty strict. Because she tried to get her a pistol and she can't get one yet. Good. <laughs> they take it away, her guns. <laughs> but the part of this that, that really I had to ask about, though, not to say we sitting up here talking about politics, but I, I wanted to ask her about the gun shit, right? So I asked her what it takes. And she said that she needs references from five people. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I said was, oh, you don't know five people who don't think you can shoot their ass if you get a gun? <laughs> you mean to tell me you don't know five motherfuckers that'll be like, yo, she can have a gun. She all right. You don't know that? And she was like, nah, it ain't that. It's got to be five people who already own a gun and have a a valid permit. And they can't be family members. So I was like, damn. You mean to tell me you don't know five people where y'all having a shooting party or something? You don't know five motherfuckers that could get you that reference so you could get your pistol. Now, she didn't answer that portion of it. But... There was even more to go along with it. And I was like, okay, what else you got? Apparently, you got to have, you got to go in front of a judge. And you have to tell this motherfucker why you want to carry a gun. And then he has to make a decision on whether or not that's going to happen for you. After you take a mental evaluation. That's pretty tough for this state. Read that shit right there. And that's why gun laws need to be stricter. Gun laws need to be stricter. Where am I reading? Where am I starting at? Am I starting at as of this one? Am I starting right here? Yep. Okay. I'm starting at as of July 31st, 2019. 248 mass shootings have occurred in 2019 that fit the exclusive criteria of this article. What was the criteria of this article? Uh, this averages out to 1.2 shootings a day. These shootings, in these shootings, excuse me, 979 people were injured and 246 people have died to a total of 1,325 victims. I understand that. Fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. But the gun laws here, from what she was saying, was pretty strict. 
in in Virginia, in southern states, places like that, it's not as strict. Now again, we don't like to talk politics too much. I'm not advocating for anybody to have a second amendment rights taken away. But these motherfuckers with these guns need to stop. Yes, see, the news only covers the shit where people, where, like, 20, 30 people die. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not covering the ones with four or five people die. Right. Which is a fucking ton, because I'm just just scrolling through the list. I'm just scrolling through the list, and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. Word up. All in all, I told her that she might have to go see the cert. The Sir, the 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 Arabs or the or the Serbians or the Russians, if she want to get her some guns, because <laughs> it's gonna take you a while to get you a joint legally. I personally, me personally, I'm not speaking for anybody else. I don't like guns, right? At all, at all. So, fuck that shit. I mean, I'm fine with it under certain circumstances. You know, I mean, my. If you, if you want a handgun to protect your family... Well, yeah, I that's what you're trying to get. Pistol. I get it. But fucking AR-15s and all <laughs> types of shit like that, you don't need that shit. What the fuck you need an AR-15 for <laughs> in your house? Like, like come on. <laughs> you, don't no, you don't need no AKs. a scope on that motherfucker. <laughs> you don't need no AKs. Come on. These motherfuckers got the AKs with extra clips and shit. <laughs> like, you don't need all of that. What we're talking about, man, you don't need assault weapons. You don't need assault rifles and fucking rifles that they use in in military for wartime. You don't need that in your home. No, you really don't. That's a war weapon. Yeah. You're a little overkill with that. (laughs) You don't need the M4s and shit. We're, We're good. You know? Like, how do you sell that shit and be like, yo, what the fuck you need this for? <laughs> like, 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 let's be real. Let's be real. You don't need that shit to kill a fucking bear. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, but motherfuckers want their guns, man. And you can't take away their Second Amendment rights. They want that shit. I'm not saying take away their rights. Right. I'm saying take away certain motherfucking guns. Yeah, you don't need all of that, man. Civilians don't need that shit. You, if if you walking around with those, you should already be in the military, and they should have it should have been issued to you, government issued. And they should have took that shit when you got out <laughs> the military. <laughs> they sure should. Shout out to all the veterans and military personnel, man. We we appreciate yes, you serving our I, country. I have a bunch of military friends. I got friends that are still there. Yeah. So we be safe out there. We definitely Love appreciate you, you guys. You know, you fight for our freedoms. But I saw a commercial when I was looking at YouTube. It came across a joint. And it was for some meaty nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And the name of the nuts is Deent's Nuts. Not D's Nuts? Yeah, not D's Nuts. Deent's Nuts. But the whole commercial was funny because the nigga was up there. He was like, yo, you want to try Deent's Nuts? 
He was like, what? Do you want to try Deeds Nuts? <laughs> and I'm sitting up there, and I'm like, yo. <laughs> you can't put that on TV, man. <laughs> it's not on TV. They can put it on TV because the nigga ain't saying these. He said Deeds. Deeds Nuts. Do you want to try Deeds Nuts? They're meaty nuts. Try it. And the man reaches into the jar, and he was like, oh, yeah. How does that taste? Tell me how Deeds Nuts taste. It's good, ain't it? <laughs> like, what the fuck type of shit is that? You can't put that shit on TV, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. That's why I'll, it wasn't on TV. It was on YouTube. It was one of those commercials that come on, like, you know, the ad that come on before mm-hmm. you start watching the video. Yeah, I ain't never seen that shit on <laughs> TV. That was the first time I had ever seen it. I was like, yo, who the fuck? And it had the guy, what's the, the guy's name? Craig Robinson was the actor that was in the joint. I know you know who he is. He yeah, was, Craig he was, is funny. Yeah. He was up the joint just, yo, try Dean's nuts. Try them. It's good. And I was like, yo, that sounds too close to these nuts, man. And the way it's spelled, it's spelled D-I-E-T-Z. That's the way they spell it. Dean's nuts. Don't we sell those at work? We might. <laughs> it sounds familiar. <laughs> we might sell those at work, and I never actually thought about it until I see that commercial. That commercial was just hilarious. It's like a blue label, right? It does got a blue label at the top. Yeah. Yep, blue and we red sell, label. We sell them shit at work. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, this is crazy. And he was just going. I'm gonna say that shit to somebody at work. Wanna <laughs> <laughs> try beats nuts? Try beats nuts. I'm gonna say that shit to somebody at work. It's great. It's great. And we got a new listener, man. Got it from uh, that that I work with, named Aaron. He's gonna be listening to the show now. Good shit, thank you. Appreciate you know, it. I appreciate him listening. I told him I was gonna shout him out, and he had a saying that he said uh, the other day that that kind of stuck with me. You can't put come on cake. No, he didn't say you can't put come <laughs> on cake. I don't think he got there yet. <laughs> but when he does get there, and he find out that you can't put come on cake. It might piss them off. Because people like putting come on cake. Uh, not on literal <laughs> cake. Like, they like putting come on the booty cheek. The left the left cake. Okay. Not the right cake. Okay. Maybe some people like to put it on the right cake. I guess it would depend on which hand you use. <laughs> Just put it in the crack. <laughs> Just put it in the crack. But his <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is something really wrong with you, man. <laughs> we got problems. You got to put it on the cake. You can't put come on cake, and you got to try Dink's Nuts. <laughs> but his saying was that whenever people come to talk to him about stupid-ass shit or shit that he don't really want to have nothing to do with, he says... He lives in a bubble of ignorance. I don't care about what you're talking about. I don't want to know about that. I live in a bubble of ignorance. Not to say that he's stupid or nothing like that, but I thought that was a pretty good saying. When people come to you about shit that you don't give a fuck about, just be like, yeah, I would care about what you're talking about, but I don't really care about what you're talking about. I live in a bubble of ignorance. I don't want to. It's too many words for me. (laughs) It's too many words for you? Yeah, I'll just say I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You don't give a fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is that simple. But I just thought it was a good saying. I told him I'd shout him out, man. So shout out to Aaron. Appreciate you listening. No, he's not. 
Really? No. And he said that shit? Yeah. What the fuck wrong with you? What you mean? What the fuck wrong with him? <laughs> There's too many words, man. Come on. Nah, man. He's okay. I, nah, I'm I, sure he's. I'm sure he is an okay dude. I, I honestly. Simplify this shit. He's not black, though. So I don't know what. Like, I honestly, I ain't going to even lie to y'all. I, I don't know the guy's nationality. That's fine. But I know he's not white. That's fine. So. Simplify your shit. Simplify his shit? Yeah, man. How you gonna tell that man to simplify his shit? That was a good saying. I like that one. All you gotta say is I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's Live it. in a bubble of ignorance. It's great. I used to tell people they're invading my territorial bubble. You use more words than he used. I stopped using that because it's you too many words, you, man. You using that? <laughs> You're invading my territorial bubble. Get out of my territorial bubble. Move. Yeah. Yeah, now it's just move or get the fuck away from me. Move, bitch. Get out of the way. Yeah, Luda changed the game, man. Luda. <laughs> Word. Now, before we get into these top 10 running backs, man, you got anything else for the people? Nah, man, let's do it. All right, man, we're going to get into the top 10 running backs in the NFL right now. Um, We found it a... Damn. <laughs> you dropped your phone? We found it a bit difficult to put together this list, man. It At first, when we looked at the list, we was like, man, it's not enough names. But then we started, like, really getting into it and was like, man, it's a lot of good running backs in the league right now. It's just how are they being used. Yeah. So how are we going to break this down in the tent? So what kind of factors did you use to break this down? Yo, I don't even know what I used. I, I, I looked at some names. And I just try to try to put them together. Put them together? Okay. <laughs> Not a problem, man. I try to look at the skill set. I try to look at what they could do as a back. The things that, you know, that they do on the offensive end, whether it's catching the ball, can they block for the quarterback in the passing game? Most of them can't. Most of them can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the people that I chose, I think they could do a bevy of things. I think they're pretty good backs. So I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with my list. Okay. Um, who you got at number 10, Matt? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. We both have Dalvin Cook at number 10. Where? I got Dalvin I, Cook at number 10 so. as well. Dalvin Cook's going into his third season in the league. Yes, he's had a, a bit of an injury problem, but the man can play football. He can get the ball into the end zone. Yeah, he's just, will they give him the goddamn ball? Yeah, he's good in the passing game as well. So that's why I kind of chose him up here. I think he's a pretty good all-around back. I don't see him blocking too much because he's usually, you know, going out for the screen pass. Mm -hmm. So, but I I just feel like this man has a good skill set. And he was another one of those running backs. I can pick a running back. I can spot a running back. He was another one of those running backs when it came time of the fantasy. I was like, yo, people need to watch out for this guy. He's going to be good. I picked him in my draft when he came out as a rookie. He got injured halfway through. I was upset. But those first couple games. Of course, who, who, who'd you draft as a running back this year? Who did I draft as a running back yeah. this year? Oh, Lev Bell. Uh, he getting hurt. Todd Gurley. Uh, I did draft here. Dalvin Cook. <laughs> I did draft Dalvin Cook. And I drafted a rookie from the Bills, uh, okay, uh, Devin so, Singleton. So Le'Veon Bell's getting hurt. That's what I heard. 
Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that shit. All your running backs be getting hurt. So. Don't do that shit, man. <laughs> don't do that shit. <laughs> he, he on the Jets, man. <laughs> don't do that shit, man. I need to I win this year. Don't do that I, shit. Believe y'all, Bell. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want nobody to get hurt. But all his running backs seem to get hurt. So, <laughs> what you trying to call me, like the fantasy reaper or some shit? <laughs> For running backs, yeah, man. Who <laughs> <laughs> you got at number nine? Leonard Fournette. You got Leonard Fournette at number nine? Yes. Leonard Fournette. Nah, Leonard Fournette. Unfortunately, he didn't make my list. For me, he's a beast. He is a beast. He'll run you over. He can cut on you. He can do all that stuff. Right. Last year, he was just hurt. Right. You know, I mean, I like this, this is his third season. He was hurt last year. He balled as a rookie. I like him. I like him. But... To me, it, it, he just he doesn't catch the ball out of the backfield. He's never been one of those running backs, even out of college, that could, you know, give you catches out of the backfield. Yeah, but you want to. He is a beast. You, you got you got to look at their offense too. They probably never even tried. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You would think. I yeah. mean, they didn't have had Blake Bortles. For yeah. Them, right? <laughs> right. We'll see what he does this year, man. He got a brand new quarterback out there. He's got a brand new offensive coordinator. Even though his offensive coordinator got fired from another team for. Passing the ball too much. We'll see what happens, man. Hopefully they can get him involved in the offense. Uh, hopefully he stays out of trouble because he has no guaranteed money and he could be cut at any time. Hey, you can come to Miami. Fuck your Dolphins, nigga. <clears throat> we'll move on. Yep, we're moving on. My number nine. For now. My number nine for the Arizona Cardinals, David Johnson, is my number nine. Yes, he set out. I actually got him a little higher. You got him a little higher? Yeah. Yeah, you might. But my number nine and my number eight, both of these guys, I just put them in there as, a, as, as a, both of them are pretty good. But David Johnson came in at number nine. He run the ball. He catch the ball. He was. See, I, I have him a little higher because I'm not taking into account his shitty ass offensive. You're line. not taking into account his shitty ass offense because he's got the skill. Yeah, he does have the skill, but that's where I put him. I just feel like him, him and my number eight. You can switch them if you want. I just feel like those two guys. They both have about the same skill set. They can run. They can pass. Who you got at eight? Number eight, I got Melvin Gordon. They, they, like I said, they can run, they can catch. He didn't make they my block. top ten. Wow. Ooh. Who you got at number eight? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Mm. Nick Chubb didn't make my list. He was, like I said, man, it, I, it took me a while to get these to get these down. I just felt like, again, he didn't make my list. My boy, I love him to death, but on Johnson was, he, he make my list was up there as well. So it was Carryon Johnson, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook. They were all in that cusp. Leonard Fournette was there as well, but I decided that I thought Dalvin Cook had a better skill set than the other three, even though for their teams, Nick Chubb is a beast. And he's going to beast this year. I believe he's that. He's a beast. I believe he's going to beast this year. He's a beast. Who you got at number seven, my man? David Johnson. You got David Johnson at number seven. Yeah. This might be shocking to you, man. I told you this is probably going to be shocking right here. Okay. My number seven. Is Christian McCaffrey. That's not shocking. That's not shocking? Because I got him at six. You got him at six? 
My number six is Joe Mixon. That's my guy. I knew you were going to put him on the list. <laughs> Joe Mixon. He ain't make my top ten. He didn't make your top ten. Joe Mixon, dog, as a pure running back, as just looking at this, this dude can do every single thing as a running back. He's just, he plays on a shitty-ass team. <laughs> like, his, his team is not good. No, no, they're not shitty. They were they were bad last year. Their offensive line is horrible. There's a lot of offense. They have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Shit, I think my Dolphins got the worst offensive line next to the Giants. But the reason why I put him over Christian McCaffrey, because, yes, Christian McCaffrey is the workhorse back out there in Carolina. But Christian McCaffrey ain't running between the tackles, man. You, I, I think he can. He can. I, I, think they just I didn't don't say he, he couldn't. I'm saying he don't do that. Yes, he, he gets those outside zones. Mm-hmm. He gets those, those you know, those counter plays. Mm-hmm. And he could take that shit to the house at Yo, any time. I love the counter. Yeah. I love the counter. I know you love that shit on Madden. It works pretty good on Madden, don't it? Well, I loved it in real life. Yeah. Watching Ricky Williams do it as a mm-hmm. Dolphin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, he can run the counter and... He's probably one of the best pass catchers of any of the running backs on this list. Yeah. Because he could catch the ball. That dude's smooth, man. Mm-hmm. Like that guy. Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon. And you said at number six you had I got Christian you. McCaffrey yeah. at number six. Who you got at number five? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt didn't make my list, bro. That's fine. He balled last year. He did. He did ball until he got suspended. Until he kicked the bitch. <laughs> he kicked the bitch while she was down. Yeah, he did. He yeah, didn't he make did. my list. And it's. I, I don't know why he didn't make my list at this point. <laughs> what you didn't think about him? I didn't think about him. I ain't gonna even lie. But at number five, this might come to a shock to some people. I got Saquon Barkley at number five. Ooh, that's a shock to me. And this is and. And why do I have him at number five? I got him at number five for the same reason I put Patrick Mahomes at number five on my QB list. He one year, he did his thing. Yes, let's see what else he got. Let's see. Let's see if he can keep it up. He did it with no offensive I, line, though. He did it with no <laughs> offense. Period. I gotta give him that. He did it with no offense. Period. But I just, like I said, I put him there. Did you watch him in college? I did watch him in college at Penn State. You he's still put he's, him at number five? Yeah, I put him at number five. I put him at number five. All right. I like him. I think he'll, he, at, by the end of this year, he's probably going to shoot up the list. I, I hope so. Oh, no, you ain't got to hope. <laughs> you ain't got to hope. He's going to shoot up the list by the end of this year. If he does exactly, if he does even, if he does even three quarters of what he did last year, just for him being consistent, I think he'll go. All right. Who you got at number four? Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara at number four. I got him a little higher on my list. Yeah, because you got Saquon Barkley at number five. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At number four, again, this was one of those things where it was a toss-up. It was was between one of the two. Um, Yeah, my for me, my number one is undisputed in my book. Okay. Two, three, four, five. Well, two, three, and four. You know, you can mix and match them. Number four, I got Zeke Elliott at number four. 
Okay. He's a beast when he's running the football. I still think we he just started. Well, we just started seeing him be able to catch the football. But the three people that I got above him, they have shown skill. That Dude, he's led the league in rushing two I, out of his I, three years in the I league. I know he's led the league in rushing two out of the three years, but he also has a top five offensive line. But the other three guys that I have above him, I believe their skill in all aspects of the game is a little better than his. Who you got at number three? Your boy, Todd Gurley. You got my boy at, at, at number three. I got Lev Bell at number three. Oh, he definitely – he didn't make my top ten for the simple fact he ain't played last year. And I don't know what type of person we're getting this year. I went off of what we already seen from him. Uh, when, when – before he left, before he set out, he was the best running back yeah, in the league. But yeah, he would have been number one yeah. if he played last year. He did not play a snap. I don't even think he'd be number one for me if he played last year. But you want he he might have because his skill set wouldn't have changed. He still would have got Nah, his- even with that. Even with that, I still think the two people that I put above him they got a better skill set than Who you got at number two? Saquon Barkley. You got Saquon at number two. My number two is Alvin Kamara. Okay. I think Alvin Kamara is possibly skill wise, is possibly the best running back in the league, skill wise. Thank you for helping me in fantasy last year, Kamara. That's another one of those guys I spotted <laughs> from deep. I spotted him from deep. I told y'all about him. I was like, I'm a. I drafted him when he was a rookie. Motherfuckers thought I was crazy for putting this guy on my team. Why you put him on your team? Week four, this motherfucker explodes. It keep going. Well, nobody expected him to start. That's why I spotted him from deep because nobody expected him to start. But I know these guys, just like I spotted Carrion Johnson, just like I spotted Nick Chubb, and just like I knew from the beginning, my number one running back. And it's not because I'm a homer, but it's my guy, Todd motherfucking Gurley. Because when healthy, can't none of these other running backs do what the fuck and this nigga And he'll never do. be healthy again for the rest of his career. Which is sad. It is kind of sad. And it's it, it's not his fault. It's you know it's a it's <laughs> a degenerative knee, uh, arthritic knee that he has. It it might not hit him this year. It might he might be healthy the entire year, and it might just come on next season, or it might come on the season after that. But at some point. This man is his career is gonna be over due to a knee. Yeah. He, that he has he, no he, control over. He will not be playing when he's thirty. Yeah. Which but is sad. As a as a pure running back skill, strength, speed, he able to catch the ball. He's good in the blocking game. He is, without a doubt, the most complete back in the league, in my opinion. And it's not just because he's on my team. I have Zeke at number one. You got Zeke at number one. Yes. Hey, man. He led the league two of his first three years. It would have been all three if, now, he, if he never got suspended. Now, we have to give him – on one of those years, you got to give him a caveat because Ty Gurley set out the last two games 
And he wouldn't have got that Russia title if Ty Gurley played the last two games. This wasn't one of that, it wasn't because of injury either. It was the, what the was time that, we, Zeke's rookie season. No. Nah. The first season we had, um, the first season Sean McVay coached us. So Zeke's rookie seasons. season. That wasn't what Zeke is. Well, he going into his fourth year, ain't he? Yes. Yeah, that wasn't his rookie season. His rookie season, we still had Jeff Fisher as a coach. His rookie season, he won the Russian title. And he won it last year. He won it last year, too? Yes. His second year is his when he sec- got suspended. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, his rookie season, well, our first year with McVay, we sat Gurley the first, the last two games of the season because we had already locked up playoff contention. We didn't have nothing else to play for. He wouldn't have won that Russian title. Whatever, but man, <laughs> he did win it. One or no, whether he's number one or number two, mm-hmm. you know, that's I'll take it. He's a great <laughs> back, man. I just I put him I put him at number four. I feel like the the left bell. I he honestly he was gonna go to number five because <laughs> 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 Saquon is a beast. But I just want to I I, I want to see what, I got Saquon at number two. Yeah, I want to see what else Saquon could do. I want to see if he could continue with that. I think he will, because the Giants ain't got nobody right now. Yeah, but you know, it's always one of those things where it's like, you know, you're a rookie. They don't got that tape on you. Yeah, they see you in college, but this nigga played Penn State. Yeah, teams aren't that good. He went number two or, no, he went like number four, right? Mm. Two? Yeah, he was the second overall pick. Okay, yeah. He I mean, he's a great back. For a reason. I like him. He's a great back. Like I said, I like Alvin Kamara. And it don't too. matter if you ain't got tape on him. Because yeah. after the first couple of weeks, you can see what that man can do. Yeah, he's great. He's <laughs> With great. With no offensive line. And like I said, man, you got Z at number one. He, the only reason why he got to double four was because I, again, felt that I need to see more from Saquon. I've seen all I had to see from Saquon. Yeah? He the, he's the next... Great running back of the NFL. He's going to be great, man. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a great back. Him, Alvin Kamara, those are possibly the two best young backs in the league right now. What what, what are they? What? Saquon's like 23? I don't know. He's going into his second year. Yeah. So. <laughs> Alvin Kamara's like 24, 25, something like that. Still got some time left for him. You know, there's mad good running backs out there that just don't get the burn. They are. They are. Shit, my, my boy Kenyon Drake, he a beast. Kenyon Drake ain't going to never see the field. <laughs> and, and it's a shame because we see what the man can do. He ain't never going to see the field. What about um, Sony Michelle from the, uh, from the Patriots? What do you think about him? I think he's good for what he does. We don't know what else he can do because the Patriots don't let him. Right. They do running back by committee. Yeah. So. That's him, James White. They drafted somebody else. Yeah. They mm-hmm. do a three, four running back system. So we don't know what he can do on a full-time basis. Right. What about, um, what's the guy? Chris Carson from the uh, the Seahawks. I'll be honest. I can't say anything because I don't see any Seahawk game. Right. Okay. What about James Conner from the, the the Steelers? 
We gonna see what he made of this shit. We gonna see what he made of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he the guy. It's, it's you. I mean, he was the guy all last year. But right. we we gonna see what you made of this year. All right, all right. Because you ain't got two beast receivers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You got one one receiver now. We gonna see what Juju made of too. We gonna see what Juju made of as well. I don't know, man. I, I like Juju. But I I just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about the guy. I want to. This is gonna be one of those years where I'm gonna watch him very closely to see what what he can do, because it is it's very easy to get open when you got Antonio Brown on the other side. You want to know what though? I think it'll be good yeah. for for some reason. Them Steelers can get they get receivers, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really do. They get they get a number one receiver every year somewhere. Yeah. On the other side of him though, he's got a Dante Martin who mm-hmm. came from the Indianapolis Colts. I'm no I know he happy he got out of there. Yeah. They also got um I feel bad for T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. They also got a uh, James Washington who they drafted last year. Rookie wide receivers don't do too well in their first year. I don't know why. All you gotta do is fucking run and catch the ball. I think it's something about the, the route trees that they be running, the audibles that's supposed to be called. It takes them a minute to get adjusted for the to the playbook and the audibles that's being called on the on the on the pro level, but I mean Juju did pretty decent with his first his rookie year. I mean, like I said, it's easy to get open. It, <laughs> you no, it's just it's just a, if you're a good receiver, you get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that it, it is that simple. Yeah, but it it, it does have it, it does have a little bit to do with having Antonio Brown on that other side, you know. You could ask Randy Moss about that. When he had Chris Carter on that other side. No, nah, you can't compare. Randy Moss, he'll get open regardless. I, I understand that. That man had lightning speed. I understand he, that. That dude is six four and can blaze. I understand that. All he had that. to do is run straight and go like this, put his but, hand up. I understand that. <laughs> but those defenders, they had to account for Chris Carter. You won't just go lead Chris Carter. No, nah, not when it's Randy Moss. It didn't matter. Well, I'm talking about his rookie year. Yeah. <laughs> his rookie year, you you could have been like, ah, whatever, man. We got to make sure we lock down Chris Carter. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wait a minute. We got to make sure we lock down this guy, too. Like, you can't just let him go. You can't lock down Randy Moss. <laughs> you can't lock No, no, you can't. Randy Moss was a beast, man. Did he make, he made the haul, right? First ballot. First ballot. Him and T.O. went in. T.O. was not first ballot. I know T.O. They went ballot. in the same year, though. Yeah, they went in the same year. That's that's great though, man. It's good to see those guys in there, man. First ballot Hall of Famers, man. I I can't wait till they give Megatron that gold jacket. You think they gonna get Calvin Johnson that gold jacket? I think eventually. Eventually, he, he's. I don't think he's not. I don't think he's first ballot because he didn't play long enough. He retired. When he was what twenty nine, thirty when he retired. Yeah, he played six seasons, six or seven seasons. Shit, he might not make it to the hall at all if that's the case. His numbers was incredible, though, man. <laughs> Yo, dude, six seasons? I don't know, man. Yeah. I think he got the, the record for most yards in a season, too. He, nah, Jerry Rice got that. No, 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 most yards in one season. I think he broke that. You sure? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got that. I'm going to fact check that. Yeah, we got to fact check that <laughs> one, but I think he's got that. Uh I think Larry Fitzgerald will be a first ballot. Oh, Larry Fitz's first ballot. Larry Fitz going into the hall when he retires. Hell yeah, he is. That's going to be great. 
can't wait till they get that man a gold jacket. It's going to be great. You know, it's just... it For receivers, though, it's a lot of receivers still waiting to get in, man. Yeah, like Clayton and Duper. Yeah, your boys might not ever get in, but, you know. Which is bullshit. Hey, man. There's so many out there, man. There's so many out there. And as the game evolves and more receivers come around after them, and, you know, yardage upon yardage upon yardage and fucking TDs upon TDs, the dudes are just falling deeper and deeper down to the bottom. But you can't take anything away from those two guys. They were great receivers. And Dan Marino was lucky to have those guys. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Did you find that yet, man? Yo, there's so many goddamn records. Damn, bro. Oh, yeah. There's mad records. There's mad records. Hell, yeah. This shit is crazy. There's mad records. He's still looking for the receiver that has the most receiving yards in a season. I believe it's Calvin Johnson. Um, I could be wrong, but, you know, he's going to fact check it. We don't do too much fact checking, but we're going to check out the facts for this one. You know, got to bring out the car facts. And like I was saying earlier about our top 10 running backs, that's just our our opinions. If you don't agree with that and you think it should be somebody different, his number one was Ezekiel Elliott. My number one was Todd Gurley. If you think it should be different, that's fine. Hit us up in the comments. Tell us why, what you think. Who you think the, the best running back in the league is. Who you think is the most talented running back in the league. We didn't gave you our top ten quarterbacks. We gave you our top ten wide receivers. We didn't gave you our top ten running backs. I don't know how he, it's, it's, it's going to be mad difficult to give people the top 10 tight ends, right? That'll be mad difficult to yeah. give people the top 10 tight ends. You're right. I was right? Yep. Calvin Johnson? Yep. Yep. So, Calvin Johnson, Megatron, he should go into the hall, I believe, even though he had a short career. You know, the other lion that played um, as well that retired early, Mr. Barry Sanders, he's in. When you're a generational you, you, talent, you, you can't compare. I'm not comparing him to Barry Sanders. <laughs> I'm just saying he was. I'm I'm saying that they're both generational talents. When you're a generational talent, that shit shines through. Like he was the best wide receiver in the league when he was in the league. It wasn't even close. I think he's the greatest of all time, personally. Who? Barry Sanders. Oh, oh, I, I was talking about Calvin Johnson. I was saying oh. he was the best receiver in the league when he was in the league. But Barry Sanders, yes, I would I would agree with you. I would say he's the greatest running back of all time. Okay. Yes. I would agree with that. You know. And anybody who says Emmitt Smith. They're a Cowboys fan. Just because he got records. Whatever. They're a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Damn Cowboys fans. Like Stephen A. Smith says, these damn Cowboy fans get on my nerves. He had the best offensive line throughout his whole career. Right. (laughs) Like, come on. Because when he went to Arizona, boy. It was bad out there. He was old at that point, too. Yeah. 
He was. So, you got anything else for the people, Matt? I'm upset about what my Dolphins are doing. They are truly tanking. Your Dolphins is in full tank mode right now. You traded away the best, your best offensive lineman. Arguably, he might be the best left tackle in the league, to be he honest. He might be. <laughs> well, Deshaun Watson got him a, a good left tackle now. But they got to pay that man because this is his contract year. Oh, they're going to have to pay the man. <laughs> but they just gave up Jadavion Clowney, so they, they, can, they can afford to pay him. Because they moved Jadavion Clowney. I will say, though, like what my Dolphins are doing, I, I, I don't like tanking. Right. But goddamn, if we don't have, like, we got, for the next two years, we got, like, 20 draft picks. Yeah, you guys are loaded with your draft picks. Like, next year alone, we have two first-rounders, two second-rounders, two third-rounders. Yeah, you guys are loaded that's, with that's your draft picks. That's just next year. Like, it's ridiculous. I just, the only thing that I don't like about you tanking is that you took a good, a good solid coach. I think the guy from um, New England, their linebackers coach, black guy, I think he's a pretty good coach. And you're looking at him yeah. and you He was their defensive coordinator. Well, he was linebackers coach slash defensive coordinator, yeah. yeah. But you're looking at him and you're telling him to come over to this team. He brought some of the members of the Patriots staff. And you're telling these guys, look, we're bringing you onto this team. You guys are known winners. You come from a winning culture. But we're going to take away everything that you could use to win so that you can lose. They it's fucked do up. That. I'm just saying that that's what it looks like they're doing. They're taking away yeah. all this man's weapons. They're taking away. We didn't take away any weapons. Well, you got rid of Kenny Stills as well. Yeah, but we have a. We got mad receivers. I know you got mad receivers, <laughs> but when you take when you when you take away the best protection from the quarterback, and you you're just gonna who's you guys starting quarterback gonna be? Fitz, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he's gonna be the starting quarterback. You're gonna put that man out there. You can say, look, we took away your best option to protect you on your blind side. They did pick up a tackle. Yeah, in the trade with. Somebody, you know, but it's just actually we gotta we gotta tackle back right from Houston in the trade. Yeah, but it's like yo man, just don't take away everything from the guys, and then when they do lose, and you get the players that you want to get in the draft, then you're gonna want to move on from this coach. Don't tarnish that man's his, nah, his, nah, his shit like I that. I don't I don't think they're gonna do that because I hope they don't. The general manager, he ain't doing that. The right. general manager, he's stockpiling picks right. with this coach. I understand. So, hopefully. Plus, they, you know, they both black, men. You know, yeah, black people got to stick together. Gotta stick, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, they give him an opportunity, give him a chance to do what he can do. Uh, we'll see what you guys do with the draft picks. Hopefully, you build that team and get to the Super Bowl in 2022. I, I, just, I just don't want to. You just don't want Tua? I do not want Tua. You don't want that Alabama quarterback, huh? I don't like Tua. You don't like Tua? I've seen him play. And well, they got the other, what's the other guy? The Clemson guy. Lawrence, right? Yeah, but he's not available till 21. I thought he was coming out this no. year. Ah, well, he was, he was a true freshman or he was a redshirt freshman? I don't even know, but I know he's not available till 21. Wow. Damn. 
Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Tanking for Tua. And the you owner wants Tua. And you don't like Tua. No, I don't like Tua. And they're stockpiling draft picks to trade up and get them. If we can't get them out right, I already know it. Yeah. So, Tua is going to be a Miami Dolphin next year, huh? I hope not. I personally, I like Rosen. He needs to get a shot. Why are you going to give up a number two pick for a quarterback and not play him? Not, you you, you got to see what the dude can do. I understand. Now you, you took away his left tackle. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and oh, two is left-handed, so, <laughs> so the left tackle don't matter. That's why they gave up the left tackle, huh? <laughs> you all know? right. So you guys got it all figured out. <laughs> Your owner got it all figured out. He was like, yeah, I want two. Get rid of the left tackle. Get you a good right tackle. And get two on the squad. Hey, man. At least y'all got a plan in place. At least you know the direction that you want to go. That's not the direction I want to go. That's not the direction you personally want to go. But that's, at least your team got a direction. And... Oh, it's real though. It does suck that you a coach and then you being told like, "Yo, this is the direction we going. Either you get with it or whatever." It sucks. No, I think the the owner is just stupid. Just for wanting Tua, he wants Tua. I don't think the GM wants Tua. The Dang. GM traded a second round pick to get Rosen for a reason, because he believes in the kid. Right. You don't give up a second round pick. For a quarterback, you know. Now, I like the fact that you have on Rosen, man. You, 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 you got that shit. Nah, but but like I've seen, he he needs to learn. He right. needs to learn. But I've seen him in the games, man. I've seen him throws. Yeah. See, I know, I know. It's only preseason. We, like we're not gonna anoint nobody. I'm not anointing him. But I, I like. I, I seen the throws. I seen some plays, man. Now. He was in he was an Arizona Cardinals, so he was in my division. I've mm-hmm. seen I saw him play two times last year. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely right. The guy can make throws. He he's not a bad quarterback. He was in a bad situation. Yeah, and, and his head coach didn't know he didn't know who the Mike linebacker yeah. was. That's bad coaching. Right. He was in a bad situation. He had a bad coach, coaching staff. Outside of the boy Byron Leftwich. I think when Byron Leftwich got promoted and got the job, he became a better passer. They they went over the offense a little yeah, bit better. Because he's Byron Leftwich is a quarterback. Yeah. He he was able to make the reads a little bit better. So I think Josh Rosen, I understand where you're coming from, where you're saying that this guy deserves a shot because he does. He was drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. What they draft him? They, they, drafted they, him tra- they, they traded up to get him. Yeah, he, he was drafted <laughs> in the top ten, wasn't he? I think he was might have been like number six, yeah. something like that. So he deserves a chance. I think this year, hopefully, he gets a chance. So oh, he's gonna, gonna play gonna this year, without so a doubt. He do. He's got some speed receivers out there, man. You guys got some fast ass yeah, guys. We out do. There. Did the I didn't see any reports that you guys cut the uh the what's his name Preston Williams? Williams? Yeah, I don't see. Oh, I, he's no, he's making the squad. Yeah, I didn't see any reports <laughs> that y'all cut him. No. So I, I'm assuming that he made the 53 man roster. And hopefully, man, you know, football season starts next week. Well, this upcoming week. By the time you guys listen to this, it'll be tomorrow actually, because we usually release the episodes on Wednesday. So the season starts on Thursday. So hopefully, 
we'll see what's going on with that. I think the the Bra- the Bears and the Packers kick off the season this year. That should be a good game. That should be a great game. Yeah. Division yeah. rivals. Division rivals. Mitchell Trubisky versus that bad man. Yeah, man. That is Aaron Rodgers. You need to put up some stats. I, I know you playing the beast defense. Oh, you I drafted you, him, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, that's why. Uh-huh. I see what you're doing out here. I see what you're doing out here. Yeah, he can put up some stats. Just I don't know who my week one opponent is, so I ain't going to say he should put up a, a, a bunch of stats. But let's see what he does. Um, we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, man. We enjoy doing this every week for you guys. Hopefully you enjoy listening. Um, next week, what are we going to talk about next week? Whatever comes up, right? We're going to be talking a bunch of football. Bunch more <laughs> football we're going to be talking. You know, college done started. <sighs> yeah, college started, man. <laughs> Your team lost the first game. Yeah, but we're, we weren't expected. To, we're not even ranked. We you guys aren't ranked. Florida. Y'all did play them close, though. Yeah, and they're ranked number eight in the nation. Yeah. Y'all I, mean, I know college, that. I mean, early rankings ain't shit, but we st- it was a neutral site. Right. We weren't expected to win, and we only lost by four. Yeah, it was a good, it was a so. good game. It was a good game. But hopefully the college season, will, you know, we'll see who's going to emerge as a champion. They still ain't changed those playoff parameters yet, have they? No, they're not nope. going to. Not right God now. damn it. Maybe one day you could only dream. This has been the Two Cents and Nonsense podcast. If you haven't already, man, follow us on that Twitter at Two Nonsense. That's the number two, N-O-N-C-E-N-T-S, yes. And at Instagram, at 2 nonsense one that's the number two, N-O-N-C-E-N-T-S, and the number one. Don't forget to join that Facebook community. Yeah, you got questions, comments, leave them for us. We yeah. will answer you. All right. And we appreciate you guys listening. This has been the Two Cents and Nonsense podcast. I'm Antoine Wasslicker. This is my homeboy, Matt. Yep. And we out. We out.